My mother-in-law extorted my wife for years by using my wife's younger siblings against her to guilt trip her into doing whatever she said. Here's what happened. So my mother-in-law has seven children. My wife is the second oldest and along with her older brother are children from a previous relationship. Their stepdad is, to put it lightly, a very terrible human being. Nevertheless, he's the father of their five youngest half-siblings and he is also a decently wealthy landowner in their small town on the Mexican side of the U.S. Mexican border, so there's nothing that they can really do about him. Now, I could write an essay on why this man is so terrible, but I will stick to the main one. This terrible, no good, poor excuse for a stepfather would constantly harass and hurt my wife in really inappropriate ways ever since they met when she was four or five years old. Eventually, he took things way too far when she was about ten years old, and when her mom found out five to six years later, the lady's bright idea was to simply send her daughter away to live with her grandma in the United States. As a side note, my wife and her brother are Mexican, but they were born in the U.S. It was while she was living with said grandma that my wife eventually met me at our high school prom, and after about a year, we became a couple. Unfortunately, the grandma is a special kind of social conservative, the hypocritical, manipulative, and controlling kind, but not in a political way. Once the grandma found out, she instantly demanded that my then-girlfriend break up with me, saying all kinds of lies about me like how I was going to dump her as soon as I've used her or that I was only with her so she could pay for my college tuition. Instead of giving in to her grandma's demands, she held her ground and told her no. So the grandma kicked her out and she moved in with my family. While she's been living with me, my mother-in-law continued to have no contact with her and occasionally asked my wife for money. Now I should point out that it was often my wife's own initiative to send her mom money to help out her mom and siblings with basic necessities such as food, clothing, and household supplies. The stepdad was notoriously very cheap. All the while, this undeserving man would hold his children as emotional hostages through my mother-in-law just to try and extort emotional concessions out of my wife, such as getting her to tell him happy birthday, to act more as a daughter to him, or to apologize for hurting his feelings on social media. This type of garbage would play out for a few years on end, until eventually my mother-in-law finally found the gall to move out of his house when the stepdad tried replacing her with a younger woman. During this period, my wife would send even more money to her mom so she could afford rent and other living expenses until she could get a job and get on her feet. Unfortunately, this period of independence was rather short as she returned back into the stepdad's arms for the children's sake, as she put it. And this was all within two months' time. Additionally, this woman had decided that the best time to tell her beloved daughter that she cares so much about that she was moving back in with this heinous excuse for a human being was on her birthday of all days. Things got even worse when she announced that they got married shortly afterwards. Naturally, they stopped talking for a while. After making up some time later, my mother-in-law began pushing my wife and brother-in-law to earnestly begin the process of obtaining green cards for herself and their siblings. All three of us largely suspected that the real reason she wanted them was so the stepdad could also get papers and re-enter the U.S., but we continue with the process anyways, mostly because of the kids. After all, they have no part in whatever beef is going on between us adults, even if some of them are adults now. For context, the stepdad used to live in our city of residence. It's where he met my mother-in-law, after all. But he was deported after serving time for a violent squabble involving some pretty violent acts. My mom was also involved in some pretty terrible things while in the U.S. as well, so she had a record from her time in the States. In the two years 
years since they've started the paperwork, they were somewhat successful in getting their mom's charges dropped by use of some sort of plea deal since the case happened so long ago. However, instead of being grateful for all the hard work and money her two children have put into this, my mother-in-law became increasingly impatient with how long the process was taking, as if she was owed all of their effort by the very fact that she gave birth to them and raised them. Her impatience continued to escalate, even as my brother-in-law faced increasing difficulty in affording the legal fees. Eventually, a simple clarification question on this one financial matter led my mother-in-law to go into a full pity party meltdown, stating how ungrateful her kids were and that my brother-in-law was starting to act like his stepdad, saying that he's being cheap and hypocritical, as well as other bizarre lies and accusations. Still, even with that outburst, they continued chugging along with the process, all for the sake of their siblings. It wasn't until my brother-in-law fell on harder times did the process stop completely. My mother-in-law continued demanding this one letter from our local police department to continue the process on her own, but my wife and I simply had no inclination to oblige her anymore. Soon enough, my mother-in-law became desperate enough to reach out to her estranged cousin to obtain the all-important letter from us. Now, this was a complete revelation to both of us. We had absolutely no idea that my wife had any other family members living in our city. Up to that point, the only blood family my wife had any sort of contact with was her mom, her venomous grandma, and her also venomous aunt of the same age. My mother-in-law's cousin was nothing like them. She seemed more normal and stable. Eventually, she invited us over to her house, where the larger extended family, my wife's grandma's brother and sister, and some of their children, welcomed us into the family. It was absolutely amazing to see them so eager to have her rejoin their family. They would trade some stories as well as jokes that she hadn't heard ever since she first left the United States. I am quite hopeful that she can finally have the family she's always wanted that's actually related to her. Anyway, my mother-in-law's cousin suggested we hand over the letter to her on the condition that my mother-in-law does not ask anything of us ever again. So far, my mother-in-law hasn't contacted us ever since, not even for my wife's latest birthday, which is probably a good thing. The cousin and family had been encouraging my wife to get in contact with her real dad, who also happens to live in our city with another family of his own. Also, she can get a hold of the real story behind what happened between him and my mother-in-law's breakup. They believe that there's likely more to the story than what my wife had been told about her dad. And given the enormous amount of lies and deceit that often spews out of my wife's grandma, I am completely unsurprised that this could possibly be the case. However, my wife is in absolutely no hurry to get in contact with her dad, but she has reached out, just waiting on a reply. After all, the man had never reached out to her, and now he was a another family with a different woman. So hopefully everything works out for me and my wife and she's able to find some kind of closure for her family. It's crazy how toxic this mother-in-law was acting towards her daughter as well as her family, literally hanging her siblings over her head just so this mother-in-law and her crazy abusive stepfather could get back in this country. And honestly, I don't blame them for cutting them off. So hopefully this mother-in-law never contacts her again because she's incredibly toxic and they do not need this kind of energy in their life. I just found out that I'm ruining another relationship as I discovered that I'm the other woman. I have known this guy since high school. He was a few years older than me, but we were in activities together, so we became friends. We stayed friends the past few years and even kind of became friends with benefits at one point. I would back off the times that I knew he was in a relationship, but every time they would fall out, we would reconnect. Over the past six months or so, we have gotten a lot closer. We talk and call every single day. We're always incredibly flirty with each other.
each other, and we have very deep and very real conversations about the future and what we want. We haven't hung out more than a handful of times, which I thought was odd, but honestly, I understood we were both busy and thought we were taking it slow. About a month ago, I found out that he has been in a relationship for almost two years. They apparently live together, they share the lease, and have shared funds. He finally told me now because he says he wants to leave her for me. What do I do from here? The past month since I found out, I've honestly acted like it was a dream and continued to talk to him, but it's really hitting me now. I don't want to ruin their relationship, and I don't want to be the reason he has to uproot his life. I honestly don't even know if I could fully commit, knowing the circumstances it came from. I told him exactly how I feel, but he said he still plans to leave because all he does is think about me every time he looks at her, and that it doesn't feel healthy to keep going on like that. That honestly makes me feel awful. I couldn't imagine being in her shoes. He says I shouldn't feel guilty because he was the one who didn't tell me about this relationship, and it's not my fault that he ended up falling for me. And now I'm stuck at a crossroads because I really don't know what to do. I really like this guy, and he says that he really is into me, but how do I not feel bad for his girlfriend? How do I overlook something like that? Do I tell her what's going on? I mean, I don't think it's my place to do it at this point, but I'm at a loss. What should I do? If this guy can cheat on his girlfriend with you, then you can bet that he can absolutely do the same to you. This is really disgusting behavior, and if I were you, I would not go with this guy. There's no way I would want someone like that in my life. Can you imagine being the other girl right now, where she has been led on for two years, only to suddenly be cheated on by you? She shared a lease with this guy, she lived with this guy, like this was not some casual situation, and yet he still cheated on her with you. If I was in your shoes, no matter how I feel about this guy, it would be time to cut him loose. I would not want to be with someone like that who knowingly would cheat on their significant other. Because you can bet if he can do this with this lady, then he could absolutely flip the script and do this to you as well. My boyfriend is driving me nuts over my pregnancy, and I don't know what to do about this. My boyfriend and I found out that my birth control failed, and due to some medical complications, the steps we took to prevent me from getting pregnant failed completely. I told him immediately after finding out, and we've chosen to keep the pregnancy. We are both older and financially stable. However, it will be high risk because of the possibility of a premature birth. Since I told him of my pregnancy, he has been very weird. He is constantly calling to check in. He has been wanting to only eat healthy foods. I am a pretty healthy eater, but I don't see the harm in having a slice of pizza or some fries every now and then. Basically, if the food isn't crazy nutritional, he gets upset because apparently to him, I shouldn't eat junk food since I'm carrying our child. He has been to every appointment and I'm pretty sure he bought all of the parenting books he could find. He will clearly be a very good father. He is normally a fantastic partner as well. I've never had any problem with him before. He treats me like a princess. When he found out I am high risk, he went even more nuts, not wanting me to do anything at all that could potentially make it any riskier. He literally weighed my handbag because he thought it was too heavy for me to be lifting it. I work from home with the occasional in-office meeting and he absolutely does not want me to go because I could catch COVID. As a side note, I am up to date on my vaccinations, but I get the fear there. He had COVID last year and it was pretty bad. He also does not want me to leave the apartment without a mask. He has banned me from the stairs because I could fall and has banned me from wearing heels anymore, also due to the possible risk of tripping and falling. This makes sense, but the stairs are so much faster. However, I feel obliged with this because it makes him feel better. We both live in apartments and our apartments are in the same building. His apartment is bigger, so he wants us to consolidate into his apartment. We had already talked about moving in together before this, but 
now I really feel like I need some space to tolerate this. I know our child is just as much his as mine, and we are already 20 weeks in, so about halfway there. I should probably just suck it up and try to put him at ease with all of this, but I've never been one to really let anyone control any aspect of my life, so I am a bit irrationally angry about how he is acting. I know he is just trying to make sure the pregnancy is as healthy as possible, and he is afraid because of the risk. I've told him his behavior is upsetting me, and he has sworn up and down the day I'm released from the hospital. He would buy me all the junk food, and I can do whatever I want. He seems genuinely concerned about my health and the pregnancy so far. However, this behavior is still driving me nuts. Am I being irrational right now? What should I do? I think you said it best. If this really is bothering you that much, and the way he's kind of hyper-vigilant on what you're doing and eating and how you're walking and all this stuff, then I think you really should push back at this moment and say, hey, you gotta pump the brakes. You know your body, you know how it works, you know you can take the stairs, and I'm sure he means well, but it's kind of becoming obnoxious based on what you're describing. Even though he means well, if it's bothering you, then you need to say something. He needs to understand that there needs to be some kind of compromise, and when he's being completely controlling of the situation and not allowing you to do literally anything, it makes you feel very angry and very frustrated, because you said it yourself, you don't like other people kind of controlling what you can and can't do. And it sounds like this guy's a really good guy, so I think if you just explain that to him and say, wait, no, really, I want to be able to do whatever I want to do, I think he might be able to come to some kind of compromise between the two of you, where he can still be attentive, but not be obnoxiously attentive. After a year of jealousy, controlling issues, and anger, mixed with drinking problems and red flags, I officially feel trapped in my relationship, and I genuinely don't know how to get out of it. Let me preface by saying I did not want to make this post, but as a 28-year-old male, with parents and friends who have an emotional intelligence of children and avoid tough conversations like the plague, I really don't have anyone to go to for advice. I'm hoping someone can talk some sense into me. I love my girlfriend who's 23 years old, but I believe I may have ignored too many red flags when I first met her a year ago. When I first met her, she had problems with drinking and stuff going up her nose, if you know what I mean. And while I was recovering from severe depression and had just lost a good amount of weight trying to get my life back together after recovering from a previous heartbreaking breakup two years before, we ended up falling for each other hard. My girlfriend has always been very nurturing and there for me 100%, but she can get very scary when she drinks or if any other female is in proximity of me. She becomes a whole other person and maybe that's because she feels attached to me in some kind of way because I got her out of doing illegal substances and I feel like I got her on a good path. Her mom thanks me all the time for being a better influence in her life and what I mean by she becomes a whole different person is that she will start to get very mean and very nasty to me after drinking and she will make up lies, get very abusive and sometimes hits me repeatedly. She will cause a public scene and cops have gotten involved in the past. Later on, she will only apologize to me for the outburst when she is sober. I have forgiven her many times for these outbursts, but I don't think I'll ever forgive her for hitting me. I am a lot bigger than her. I'm 6'1 and I weigh 205 pounds, while she is 5'1 and 125 pounds. So she's not doing a lot of physical damage, but I think I feel more attacked emotionally when she does this. The other issue is the jealousy and the controlling nature. Whenever a female looks my way or talks to me in any type of matter, she loses it in seconds and makes me feel horrible. I cannot coexist with women in the world. I have never cheated or given her any reason to be this way with me. The other night, we were hanging out with her roommate that I also live with. We were at the pool drinking and she saw her roommate talking to me and looking at me. My 
my girlfriend had an outburst and ended up saying a bunch of nasty things to me and called her family to come over, basically causing a big scene about it. I ended up Ubering my parents to get away from her and to give her time to sober up. My mom and sister were aware of what happened and apologized to me, but I didn't forgive her because I had to wake my parents up at 2 in the morning just to have a place to crash and it was embarrassing. This has all been a constant theme that happens every few months. As another note, I've poured so much into this relationship and I really do care about her. We even have a successful business that we started that is our only source of income. I find myself losing interest in her and thinking about what it would be like to be with another woman and this happens more and more after every outbreak and controlling issue that happens. I'm sorry if that sounds horrible but it's the truth. She brings on a lot of stress in my life but at the same time I feel I can't escape her because she won't let me break up with her and will follow me and not give me space. I am really not sure what to do in this situation. I feel like the writing's on the wall for this one. The fact that she's hitting you and freaking out over every small thing in my opinion is more than enough reason to leave her and you know what if she does try to follow you that's when you get the police involved. Legitimately the behavior you're describing is really problematic and you should not accept that. It's not okay for her to freak out like that and to still have these types of violent angry outbursts so I would take a good hard look at this relationship because from what you've described this does not seem healthy or safe. I do not want my brother and my fiance's sister to be in my wedding. However my in-laws are threatening to cancel the wedding if they are not invited and at this point I don't know what to do. This all sounds like a really badly planned drama. However, I am really unsure what to do at this point. My brother Harry introduced me to my fiance Derek when I was 21 and we have been inseparable since. It was weird as I was not close to my brother due to being the affair baby. Our dad cheated on Harry's mother with mine. I also have two best friends, Nikki and Jess, who I've known since I was five. Just before COVID hit, I found out that Harry was dating both of them and so I exposed him. When I asked why he did that, he said he wanted to hurt me for what my mother did to his parents. My mother didn't know my dad was married or in a relationship and he expected Derek to dump me after sleeping with me and he's upset it didn't happen. My boyfriend also proposed to me around that time and we are having our wedding next month. When I told him what my brother did, Derek immediately cut contact with Harry. Now, my in-laws are paying for the entire wedding because they are excited to see their son getting married. Because of this, they also invited a lot of family from his side as well as business partners and of course I've invited my mom and my best friends to be my bridesmaids. My in-laws also said they want to cover the expense without us paying back as long as we allow them to invite people otherwise we will have to pay them back. However, when reading through the invitations I have noticed that my brother's name is on them and after doing some digging I found out he has proposed to my fiance's sister and she is pregnant with their child. According to my in-laws they have been together for four years all while one of them was in a long distance relationship, meaning Harry also cheated on her with my friends. Because of this, my brother's mother is also going to be in the wedding alongside with my dad, as they were invited by my in-laws. I have told my in-laws that I don't want to see my brother or my fiancé's sister in my wedding, but my in-laws are now insisting on canceling it and not paying for anything, meaning that we will have to change the venue on a very short notice or postpone it and potentially pay them the deposits back. That is, if we don't invite them. I also do not want to see my brother's mother there as she is just an awful person. However, we are not sure what to do here or what could be done. We cannot afford paying the deposits back due to the amount of people invited by my in-laws that they have booked at the venue. Plus, the venue is very large and very expensive. But having my brother, his mother, 
mother and my fiance's sister there will just be a lot of drama and the wedding will be ruined. Both myself and Derek have tried to tell my in-laws what Harry did. However, they won't believe it. And at this point, I honestly don't know what to do. I'm not going to lie. Your extended family sounds incredibly toxic. And I'm talking about the in-laws who are being absolutely unreasonable. They're basically saying, hey, we'll pay for your wedding if we can then run your wedding. And that's absolutely not fair. I think you need to draw a line in the sand and say this is how it's going to be or you can just not pay for it and we'll figure something else out. They are basically holding you hostage with their money and that's not fair. Like it seems like they're trying to set up this weird drama situation at the expense of your wedding and that's not fair at all. But from what you've described this literally sounds like a nightmare and regardless of what you choose to do I hope it works out and hopefully your in-laws come around and see where you're coming from. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories use the playlist at the top of the description and the next time you live stream use the cream of the crop music search cream of the stream on spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream